Hey, this is Chris and Jan Woodruff, and you are listening to the Hindsight Podcast, where we sit down with people and we take a look back at what we can learn from a very specific season in their life. Hey, everybody. We're excited to continue talking about freshman year of college. Our next guy that we're going to be hanging out with is Trey Atfield, who is now a rising sophomore at Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's really cool. I love being able to have Bridget give us the large school perspective. Trey's going to give us not only the guy's perspective, which is super helpful, but also talk through what it's like to be at a campus that's smaller. Yeah. And it's kind of special for us as well. Um, you know, Rena's much farther removed from college. Uh, so the boys, though, especially CJ, is only three years removed. And so it just hit us a little bit closer to home, getting to hear Trey's perspective, because CJ is not far off and then Ty, obviously, right behind him. Right. Uh, we figure probably a lot will change before Rena <laughs> uh, gets there, but, um, but she's not too far behind them as well. So Trey has been a friend and his family's been friends for, uh, gosh, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten years we've known them. Um, Trey, for about six or seven of those, we've gotten to know him uh, through, actually through Lighthouse Family Retreat is where we first really got to know Trey. Uh, But Trey's going to share some great stuff. Again, just his perspective on things he may have been a little anxious about or surprised about when he went in, uh, things that he maybe didn't need to be so anxious about, things he looked forward to, um, things that he'd do more of, less of, and just some of the ins and outs of just navigating that freshman year. He shares some um, some really great insights. So I think you guys are going to get a lot out of it. So we're going to go to uh, to Trey and our time with him. We are sitting down today with Trey Atfield. Trey, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for making time to sit with us. Um, Trey is kind of finishing up his summer. It's it's uh, getting close, but he's uh, had a pretty adventurous summer. Um, spent some time away at Canacuck for yep. about six weeks and been back for a week or two. So um, we've known Trey for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do, uh, many of you guys know, we, we do a lot with Lighthouse Family Retreat. We got to know Trey and his family through Lighthouse and um, have known him beyond that through some other different things. We really got to know Trey through Lighthouse. Uh, over the last six or seven years. And so, Trey, we're excited to have you sitting down and sharing with us a little bit about kind of this hindsight idea of what did you learn after your your first year of college. So why don't I turn it over to you for a minute, and why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about you, who you are, where you went to school, kind of how you ended up there, uh, and give us just a quick snapshot of Trey Outfield. All right. Well, hey, guys. My name is Trey Outfield. I originally live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I go to college at Samford University. Sam, not Stan. It's in (laughs) Birmingham, Alabama. And how I chose Samford, uh, I always knew I wanted to go to a small college, um, and the fact that it was a Christian college just interested me more to it. And my sister went there, and never in a million years did I think that I would go to college with my sister, (laughs) but ended up going going on a tour. Just loved the people and loved the atmosphere there. And I'm about to be a sophomore, and I'm studying business. Awesome. And you went to, now are you in public school, high school, or did you go to private high school? I went to public school. Public. As far as, so you knew your sister. Did you have other friends you know that went to Sanford? There were a good amount of people from my high school that went to Sanford, okay. but I wasn't really close. Yeah. Or super close with a lot of them. How, how big is Sanford? Like, how many students? About 4,000 undergrad. Okay. All right, so that's, that's nice all size. Wow. like freshman through senior, four thousand total. Mm-hmm. So you get to know everybody pretty quickly. You do all grades, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Looking back so far, freshman year, what's been your favorite part of Sanford? Probably just meeting a whole bunch of new people. 
it's a lot different from high school because with high school, everyone lives just so close to you. Um, but then you get to college and you're all living in a dorm together and you're just like across the hall and you just get to know people so much better while you're there. And they're all probably from all different, like they're not all from Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? There's yeah. probably Alabama, all, all around Southeast, probably all, yeah, all over the country as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's great. What's been the favorite activity you got involved with um, outside, like extracurricular? Probably Greek life. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I'm in Pi Kappa Phi, which is um, my fraternity. And it's just been amazing to be able to meet all the guys. We have guys from every year, and it's just really cool to be able to see just how we can all come together and how we're all so different and how we all come from different circumstances, but we can all come together and just have a great time as a group. Yeah, and just kind of have that fraternal, that, I mean, that's what, I guess what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. the fraternal yeah. you know, bond. Probably pretty cool to be able to you know go in as a freshman um, and once you get in with a fraternity, you're now connected, and you're connected. I think you even mentioned it to you know sophomores, juniors, seniors. So you've got folks ahead of you mm-hmm. that you can kind of lean into. And uh, if you're not maybe in that Greek life, then I would imagine your class load is probably mostly with other freshmen because you're in core classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that maybe gets you a pretty cool opportunity to you know get to know some folks outside of. Tell us about the Greek life process. So we actually wound up speaking to another girl who went to a larger campus. What is Greek life at Sanford look like? What does Rush look like? If somebody's a freshman going into a smaller school, what is is it a week long Rush or you know, how many fraternities did you have to choose from? What did that look like? So there's five total fraternities at Sanford, and the official time of Rush is only one week, but it starts about a month into school. So that first whole month, you just have that time to just start meeting other guys and see kind of like who you're clicking with and. Just see kind of like what kind of people you'd like to hang out with. Okay. So they don't do it before school starts? They don't. Okay. So that's Mm -hmm. a little bit different. That's great. Um, Definitely unique. What was your decision-making process? Did you go in? So if it's last summer, right, you're getting excited about going to Samford, you just graduated high school, were you already thinking, hey, I'm going to look into this Greek thing and I'm going to pledge a fraternity? Or did you not really know a whole lot about it and then made a decision once you got there? I didn't know a whole lot about it. I knew that I was probably going to go through Rush, but I didn't know. I didn't really have a lot of expectations going in. Yeah. If you were, if, if there's a guy listening right now and, and he's like not sure, like doesn't know a whole lot, maybe like you didn't know a whole lot about Greek life, uh, was kind of walking in blind, what would you tell him about your experience that would maybe give him a little bit more insight to say now, yeah, when I get there, I'm going to totally check it out. Like what, what would you share with him about whether to do it or not do it? First of all, I'd say to do it. And then also, this sounds kind of weird, but I would say be selfish with your decisions because the guys that you're going to hang out with, if you pledge a fraternity, they are the guys that you are going to hang out with and who you hang out with is pretty much who you're going to become. Yeah, especially for, I mean, you're going to be with them for four years, Mm -hmm. right? And then, I mean, I know I wasn't in a fraternity, but I've got a lot of friends who are in fraternity. They're still friends Mm -hmm. with their fraternity brothers. So I I think that's an exceptional point of, hey, you're going to be, lifelong friends with these guys so I don't think that's bad at all to say be selfish in your selection yeah I think that's a great way of putting it I was in Greek life when I was in college as well and you definitely feel the tug because it's it's flattering when you find other places that want you to be a part of it and you're kind of clicking there too and but at the end of the day you're right you need to come up with where do I feel most comfortable where am I around people who are like-minded so that you have that next four years to track with people who are going to keep you on the, the right road. Yeah. So that's smart. great. I think that's good wisdom. That's smart. Tell us about classes. 
what were you most excited about or most nervous about walking into class load and schedule and just getting into uh, the whole idea of you know taking on this college workload? Yeah, so the college workload was definitely a little bit of a surprise for me in high school. To me, classes came pretty easy and I didn't really have a lot of work to do outside of school. Teachers always gave us time in class to do homework or finish essays. But college is definitely a big difference from that. One of my just biggest memories from getting a big load of work was it's like the second week of classes and my teacher tells us we have a rough draft to do in like two days. That's like five pages. Yeah. And we have to do it all outside of class. I'm just like, wow, that's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, especially you just joined a fraternity mm-hmm. and you have all these fun friends yeah. and then you have to balance your time. Yeah. So what were some things that you put into place to help you balance this new freedom and the new social life you have? with your academics? One of the biggest things for me was just finding a place that I could go and just knock out some work and just study and not be distracted. Um, and that was in the library for me. Found a desk that just kind of like covers you in. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's literally just you and your work. And I was just able to knock out work there and study there for just a couple hours whenever I needed to. That's great. I think that's super wise is finding that spot because then you just you know where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of your quiet place for homework and that's where you just knock the stuff out. Yeah. Did your fraternity, do they also have grade point average that you have to maintain? Like, is that something that's a, as you're now a brother, right? Do they mm-hmm. monitor that at all? Yes, they do. I mm-hmm. figured they would because that also gives you motivation to kind of stay on track. It does, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. How did you manage, and I don't, I don't know exactly how your parents kind of managed your senior year uh, mm-hmm. being home, uh, but how did you manage the new freedom that you have being in, in another state, right? You're two and a half hours away. You own your schedule. Um, you're in charge of when you get up and when you go to bed and how late you stay out and when you eat and all that kind of stuff. Um, how talk a little bit about just you know how did somebody coming in that doesn't have that is not used to that freedom? How did you manage that freedom and your schedule and your world? Yeah. So first, I would just say find a schedule that works for you and just get your timing down for whatever you need to do, whether it be hanging out with friends or studying. Just make sure you have that time and you just kind of set that apart and you know what you're going to do when. And also for me, it was a little difficult just starting to get in a rhythm. My parents, they weren't super strict my senior year at all, but still just being away from them, being away from the house, it was just a lot different being on my own Yeah, and just me being able to decide whatever I do when. But I'd say just try to stick away from unproductive time because <laughs> um, that's one thing that I got stuck with a lot to where you could just like sit down in your dorm room and realize just two hours just fly by. Right. And you're just like, wow, where did the time go? Yeah. That's- How much would you say influenced your freshman year did uh like having your friends and just all the social stuff going on did that impact you or were you able to manage that pretty well definitely in first semester it impacted me more just meeting everyone like there's just so many people that you meet um, when you first go into college so first semester was a little bit of a struggle with just meeting people trying to spend time with them to try and build those relationships when you don't really have them and still trying to juggle school was a little hard. But second semester, since you know people and you have better relationship with them, it was a lot easier for me. Yeah, I would imagine learning from semester to semester Mm -hmm. definitely probably got easier. Talk about your freshman roommate. So what did that process look like when you you lived in a dorm? Mm -hmm. Did you know the individual that you were roommates with or were you guys just selected? What does that look like? 
we were selected randomly, so I didn't know him. I ended up meeting him at a um, like Welcome to Sanford event a couple weeks before we both went, but didn't know him at all. We didn't like have the same personalities, right. I'd say, and same kind of like interests in what we wanted to do. Um, so that was a little difficult. I wouldn't say that we didn't get along, but we weren't like super close. Yeah. Right. So I'm not sure. Whenever we were like in the room, we'd like talk and everything, but we weren't like super good friends. Sure. Like, Did that work out okay though? As being roommates, you know, sometimes yeah. it's okay to have somebody that you're not necessarily best friends with, but they can be good roommates if they keep clean and, you know, whatever. They're not bringing random friends over. Um, how did that work out? It still worked out really well. Both of us, we weren't normally in the rooms a ton. We are hanging out with friends or yeah. sliding a lot. So the most time that we spent in our dorm room was sleeping. So we yeah. weren't... Um, like with each other because I would imagine that's a big anxiety for people if they're not going in with a roommate they know mm-hmm. to be randomly selected and so um, obviously I think that's something for people to realize that you may not be with your you know kindred spirit yeah. you know the best mm-hmm. friend of your life so, but you can still make it work yeah so yeah. what would you tell someone that is walking into your situation right they're, they don't know their roommate that's um, kind of a randomly selected kind of deal and they're super nervous about it what advice would you give them heading into that this year? I'd say just kind of like be open because a lot of people like live differently than you do. Um, and there's just like a lot of little random things that they may do differently. So I'd say just be open to kind of like how they live, what they do. And also, I mean, you are kind of stuck together for the year, but <laughs> you know that and you'll make it work and yeah. it'll be okay. Just make the best of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine too, a part of that, Trey is being a good roommate as well, right? Mm-hmm. And you probably got yeah. expectations of what you want your roommate to be like. Mm-hmm. There's probably also this mentality of looking in that mirror and say, okay, what is it going to take for me to make sure I'm a good roommate to this person as mm-hmm. well? I, yeah. I would imagine that's probably important. And just like a side note, any roommate that you have going forward, this was something that was taught to us when we were single, is that having roommates shape you for having a permanent person down the road, you know, because mm-hmm. marriage or whatever becomes everyone's future it's so important to have the um, just the experience and, and yeah. the ability to learn from living with someone different than you, and to be yeah. tolerant because mm-hmm. even if there's differences, that doesn't always make it negative. It just means it's different. And so, I would say that's positive for people who are listening, not to always shy away from someone who's different than them. But like you said, be open because you learn different things about yourself and you learn different things about the other people. Hopefully you come out with it on the good side, Mm -hmm. on the other side. I mean, obviously I've known there's other crazy things that can come from a negative relationship. But So from a guy's perspective, we talked to a, a, a girl on this previous one. From a guy's perspective, walking into a dorm situation, what does a guy need to, to set up the dorm to make it a great dorm? Uh, is there anything that they need to bring in to kind of take care of it and, you know, make it a cool place? Or is it just show up with a sheet and you're good? <laughs> Big screen TV, right? That's a great question. I know guys don't normally keep their room, like, as clean or as kind of, like, pretty as girls like to keep their room. <laughs> but... One thing that I loved having um, was a futon. I know that's really random, Mm -hmm. but my bed was lofted in the air, and I didn't want to ever just, like, get up into it unless I was sleeping. So whenever I'd, like, homework or something, I'd just sit on my futon. All right. That's great. That's a good one. Oh, that's good. That's good. Any other must-haves, little or big, for for the dorm room? Air freshener is a great one. (laughs) Especially (laughs) that is a great one. Especially in a boy's dorm, right? right. Especially in a boy's dorm. That's great. Now, what what are the dorms like at Sanford? Are they... 
all same gender or do you have different floors that are guys and girls? Like, you know how I know at larger mm-hmm. campuses they have the men. They have some co-ed dorms. Yeah. 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 Um, so at Sanford, it's all one gender. So it's all guys in a building and all girls gotcha. in another building. Yeah. That would make sense if it was a Christian college. Right. Yeah. You just never know, right? You just never know. I thought I'd ask. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. What, looking back, freshman year, what surprised you the most going into it? Probably, the first of all, the amount of schoolwork, just because I wasn't used to it going into high school. And also, especially for Sanford, since it's a small campus, everyone knows each other. Hmm. Um, kind of like news gets around really quick. Yeah. A lot of people could, like, pretend that, like, or not pretend, but, like, they seem like and show that their life is, like, all together and it's all perfect. But a lot of times there's a lot of stuff going on um, just kind of, like, underneath the surface that you wouldn't realize. Yeah. Everybody's got junk, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Everybody's got stuff to deal with. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Um, that probably comes out pretty easy, though, on a small campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Anything um, that you walked in and you were kind of nervous about, and when you got there, you're like, I did not need to be nervous about this. Probably for me, the thing that I was most nervous about was meeting like new friends and getting like mm-hmm. a good, solid friend group. This is also where Greek life kind of came into a big play for me. I made really good friends with three of the guys in my pledge class, and we're best friends now. We pretty much talk every day. Yeah. But it, it just wasn't something that I need to be worried about because it just came naturally from me and everyone at Sanford. And that yeah. seems to be a consistent mm-hmm. thing. When we spoke to Bridget, that was her concern as well. Mm-hmm. It just seems like everybody wants to be known. Everybody wants to find their Get people. Connected. Mm-hmm. So um, that's consistent. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm, we've definitely learned that it's it's not something you necessarily need to worry about because there's so many opportunities that you're just yeah. going to naturally connect with folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things we talked about with Bridget, I'd love to know from your perspective on a smaller campus, she talked about one of the things that she learned freshman year was how easy it is and how valuable it is to get to know your professors. Mm-hmm. Did you experience that at all in moving through your coursework and your co- course load that it helped if you connected with your professors? Um, yeah, I definitely say that it does help to get to know your professors a little more. I know it's definitely easy at Sanford since we have like 15 to 20 people in the classroom. But yeah, it definitely helps because whenever you need help outside of the classroom, it just makes it a whole lot easier to get in contact with them and just talk to them. And they're super just a lot more understanding with you whenever yeah. you know them on a personal level. Yeah, I think that's great. So getting ready for your sophomore year, are you going back into a dorm, apartment, or does your fraternity have a place for you to stay? I'm going back to an apartment-style living. It's going to be me and a roommate in one room um, with our own bathroom, and we're connected to another room with two other guys, and they have a bathroom. And then we also have just kind of like a main room, just kind of like have refrigerator live in. Is that on campus or is that off-campus living? It is on campus. On campus. Mm-hmm. That's okay. great. Yeah. It's much different than the dorm. It so is. You must be excited yeah. about that. A little that. more space, right? Yeah, it's going to be a lot bigger. It's going to be yeah. nice. That's great. Mm-hmm. What other, you've talked about Greek life. Mm-hmm. What other extracurricular uh, stuff did you experience uh, at, at Samford? Um, obviously, it's a little different um, at a smaller school than maybe a bigger school, but what other kind of extracurricular things are out there um, that are easy to engage in and, and worth getting engaged in? I mean, there's a ton of extracurriculars out there. I'd say intramurals is a great one to get into. It helps you meet a bunch of people, and it's just fun <clears throat> playing sports with your friends with it's, when it's not like super serious. And also something that I got involved in was campus outreach. Yeah. And it's just kind of like it's on Wednesday night. It's just like a little mini church service in our coffee house on campus. So we just go have a little bit of time but just like fellowship with other people, then some worship and a short message. And it's just kind of like a great break just in the middle of the week yeah. to have. 
That's great. Mm-hmm. Did you? So is that because we talked to Bridges about this too? And so she went to a larger school, had a lot of different campus ministries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are there? Is there a selection at your school of different campus ministries to get involved in? Maybe like a Wesleyan or the Baptist Student Union or whatever it may be. Are there opportunities like that too, or was it really more just this campus outreach? We have campus outreach. We have RUF. And a couple others. I'm not sure exactly yeah. the names. But there's more. There's other things mm-hmm. to choose from as well yeah. to kind of connect in and yeah. get there's involved. Just not, there's not only one to yeah. choose from. No, that's great. So knowing that there's other opportunities for you to get involved with ministries or organizations, how did you manage your personal ministry or your personal walk? Because obviously now you have all this freedom, you know, mm-hmm. being under a roof with your family, obviously if they're going to church, sometimes it's going to be more obvious, okay, I guess I need to go to the church. Now you're becoming an adult, and you're fostering your own ministry, your own uh, walk, if you will. Mm-hmm. Did you find that that was hard, or did you find you know because you can kind of get more social, you can get caught up in your academics? How did you balance that? Yeah, it was definitely a little tricky being away from home um, and just kind of having that play out. One thing that I'd say is just try and get in a schedule and just kind of like find that time that you can spend just kind of like you with the Lord. Um, one thing that I, they explained at this camp that I worked at this past summer that I loved, they said, fight for your time with the Lord, which mm-hmm. I love that because mm-hmm. that time, it doesn't come naturally. Right. Um, you really got to set that time up, get it separate from yeah. um, everything else. What about plugging into a church? Was that easy finding a church? You mentioned campus outreach on Wednesday nights, but mm-hmm. did you find something on Sunday mornings? Uh, this is a new town for you. You know, it's not like you're in Atlanta going to to school, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not as familiar with the churches. Um, you're in Birmingham having to kind of figure that out. Did you get connected into a church? Not right away. It took a little bit of time. One thing that I did was just kind of like ask older guys um, and just kind of like older people, just kind of like, hey, what churches do you like? Where do you think like I should go? Try to couple out. You just got to you just got to get a feel for them because um, some like I would love like the worship style that they had, but I wouldn't like the messages that much. Yeah. Another I'd like love the message, but not as much the worship. I think I found the kind of like in between that I like. But yeah, it definitely takes a little more time than you think. How important is that to get out and, and find a church? I think it's really important. It just kind of like sets up the whole week, I feel like. Yeah. So if you get that like separate time to where you can just kind of like restart and recharge. Um, I think it's just really good to have. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a community of other people that go to the church that you're liking? Um, yeah, definitely. So I talked about some really good friends that I have in my pledge class, um, and we all normally go there on Sunday mornings. So, so. it's just another place for y'all to connect. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. How did you manage, I know you're going to a, a smaller Christian school, but how did you manage some of the, uh, the extracurricular nightlife that goes on? Because I would imagine a small Christian school doesn't necessarily mean that there is not nightlife, right, mm-hmm. on you know Thursday nights or weekends and you know, all that kind of stuff. And there's probably still some things you can potentially get into that probably aren't the best decisions. Yeah. How did you navigate that? Again, kind of going back to the same idea of you're managing your own world now. You're mm-hmm. an adult. You, you've, you've got control of your decisions in your school or your schedule. Um, talk a little bit about how you navigated that world. Yeah. Um, so for me, that kind of goes back to who you hang out with because who you hang out with is kind of who you're going to become and who you're going to be. So getting plugged in with, like, the couple guys in my fraternity, we all kind of, like, had the same views of, like, we weren't looking to get into any sort of nightlife on campus. Um, So that was a great thing to have because we kind of, like, had each other to um, keep each other accountable. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so important. I I think you say it so well 
of, you know, who you surround yourself with. I mean, that's ultimately who you're going to become because they have such influence and you're going to have influence as well in their Mm -hmm. lives. Um, so I think that's so important for somebody coming in that's, um, getting ready to head out, you know, out of their home into this new world of college, always remembering that of finding that group, that core group. And then you mentioned it here as well. Um, that have the same alignment of values, that you mm-hmm. guys want the same thing, and then that's what's going to help you guys to live that healthy nightlife, right? Yeah. Because you can you can have a nightlife, yeah. right? It's just not the troublesome mm-hmm. and bad <laughs> yeah. decision nightlife, mm-hmm. right? You can still stay out till 2 in the morning and have a really great time and, yeah. and just have fun, yeah. right, versus, you know... And remember it. Then yeah, and remember it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of waking up at 2 in the morning, you know, face down in a ditch or something. Um, so... Um, who you're surrounding yourself with. I think that's um, absolutely so important. Mm -hmm. Um, So as you're heading into your sophomore year, mm -hmm. what are you most excited about now that you have a freshman year behind you? Probably just seeing people again. Because just how it goes back to college is so much different than high school. Everyone just, like, lives around the country. So, like, a lot of my best friends, like, some are from up north, some are from, like, Florida and stuff. And, like, I haven't seen them all summer. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just super excited to see, like, all my friends again. Yeah, and reconnect with everybody. Yeah. If you, as you look back, what, um, what are one or two things that you wish that you did more of? Well, probably the first thing is studying. Um, <laughs> Especially that first semester, right? Yeah. Well, the good news is you're going back, so you must yes. not have done that bad, yeah, right? That's right? So that's um, a good thing. Yeah. So I studied enough, but probably could have done a little more. All right. It's good self-awareness. Anything like from a, maybe a fun perspective or maybe you engaged and should have gotten more engaged in this? I mean, is there anything that you can think of? Again, someone that can learn from you and your experience and looking back, coming in and saying, okay, I've got to hear from Trey on what he missed out on or maybe realized after his first year, I'm going to get more involved in this after what I heard from him. So one thing that I'd say freshman year, you definitely have a lot more free time and downtime than you will any other year because it just starts to get busier and busier with life. So I'd say whenever you have like a lot of free time with friends, just go out and do something, spend time together off campus. I know in college you don't have a ton of money, but you can find stuff around wherever you are um, just to do something cheap together to create some awesome memories. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's really good. Is there anything on the flip side of that? Is there anything that you look back and go, I wish I would have done this less? Probably goes back to just that unproductive time. I know for me, at least, being an introvert, I need kind of like my time alone to just kind of like recharge and just get some energy back. But then that also can just kind of like lay over into time of me doing not really anything where I could be doing like schoolwork and stuff that I need to be doing. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to talk about that we didn't ask? One thing that I say that's pretty big is just whenever you're going in, just be yourself. Just finding that right friend group. Don't, like, settle for people who don't, like, value who you are or Mm -hmm. who you want to be. And don't settle for people who aren't, like, what you want to surround yourself with. So just be yourself whenever you're going in. Um, You'll find your group and you'll be happy. I love it. I think that's so important. I think kids need to hear that when they're heading into it. They need that encouragement, Mm -hmm. you know, that they can just be themselves. They don't have to try to be somebody else. They don't have to try to be whatever it is to fit into some group. There's going to be a group that they're going to fit into as them, yeah. right? Not mm-hmm. some other person they're trying to be. Yeah. So I think, Trey, I think that's awesome. Yeah, because I think if you polled a lot of other freshmen, they may have had that other story, you mm-hmm. know, where they tried to go down a road just because they thought that was more popular or that would give them more exposure. But it really wasn't who they were true. They weren't being true to themselves. I think if you were to talk to some other people 
who did not place that as a value, that tried to fit in where they may not have necessarily been a natural fit or to do what they thought everybody else wanted them to do. Um, I think they have a different story to tell. And so that's great. I love being able to tell people, you know what, you are going to find a friend group. There's tons of people on campus that are like you. Yeah. You know, I don't, I think you'll end up going through and regretting certain parts of your college career if you do that, you know? So I think go in and be, that's just great advice. Go be yourself. Trey, great learnings today. Thank you for sitting down and sharing with us. I think this is some really great stuff for, uh, for guys and or girls that um, just finished up high school and they're getting ready literally in the next you know two weeks probably heading out to uh, to their freshman year of college um, I think you've shared some really good stuff that they can learn from just in hindsight looking back on a first freshman year for you that's going to help them have a great experience so thanks for uh, thanks for the insight <laughs> thanks for being real and just sharing and, uh, and spending some time with us yeah thank you guys for having me absolutely we hope you have a great sophomore yeah, year have a great sophomore year thank you thanks Trey take care well, that was some great insight from Trey. Just a, a good look back at um, some great learnings mm-hmm. from a freshman year, and uh, and an experience where he was. I just loved how honest he was sharing about. You know, there were some things that went really well. There was also some things that right. you know didn't go great. But he's kind of learned from it, and I think he's set himself up for a great sophomore year. And for those of you that were listening, hopefully you're able to pull one or two, three, four things from Trey's story and his experience that are going to help you guys have a great freshman year. So thanks for bearing with us on this little detour. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. I mean, I thought really timely, and hopefully your kids, if they've gotten a chance to listen to it, have found it to be beneficial for them because we really enjoyed these two kids talking, and both were very, very honest and transparent. And, boy, how sharp are they? Yeah. I definitely was not there as a freshman no, like I was they not. are. So I admire them. Yeah. And hope that our kids will be as yeah. poignant as they are. Yeah. Sharp kids. So, um, so hey, wife, tell us about who's next. All right. So our next couple is Randy and Crystal Walton. So if you enjoyed hearing from Bridget, these are her parents. And they've been friends with us for years. And I'll tell you, we had the best time with them. I know we say that each and every time, but their conversation was so rich. Not only was it completely entertaining, so you will hear me laughing half <laughs> the time because Randy is hysterical, but really very poignant. They are both super duper intentional. They have great wisdom, but they also don't take themselves too seriously. And you will walk away with a ton of great parenting information. So please, please, please. Uh, don't miss um, our time with the Waltons. Yeah, this is definitely one you don't want to miss. Really great stuff. Right. And so if you have enjoyed the podcast thus far, if you're a high schooler that's going into college, please rate this for us and let us know what you thought. If your parents are on board, we'd love for them to subscribe and hear some other conversations that we're having about parenting and check out our Facebook page too. We um, post resources on there and any kind of pertinent information about the couples or the people we're sitting down with, as well as would love to have your feedback on future topics, what you thought about the ones we've done thus far, and just to check in and say, hey, yeah. love to hear from you. Would love to hear from you. And uh, this next one will come out next Monday. So look for that uh, episode with the first episode of two with the Waltons. Y'all are going to love it. Yep, you will. So have a great day, guys. We'll Thanks. We'll catch you next time. See you next week. Bye-bye.